people come and go, you know, things change, but, but I, I find a lot of inspiration in the present moment and, you know, you, your essence is the only thing that's always there. Um, and for me, it's very important that I connect with that kind of silence. Mm. That's really, I, for me, that's really where inspiration comes from. Mm. Yeah. Welcome to Why Not Both, the podcast all about how our multiple passions shape our identity and our lives. I'm your host, Pam Schaefer, and our producer is Laura Studeris. This season, we are brought to you by Under the Radar Magazine. If you like what you hear, you can head over to our Patreon to support us directly and get transcripts of all of our episodes, or you can come hang out with us on your favorite social media platforms, where we can be found under WNB the podcast. For this episode, we welcomed Marina Tadic, better known as the musician Erie Wanda. I hope that you enjoy our chat. Hello. Hi. Welcome to Why Not Both. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for having me. Of course. Of course. It's so funny. Like, I remember in the before times, I would start interviews by asking people, like, what they did but what's a better question to ask? Because everyone always asks, what do you do? And everyone always goes, oh, uh, what do I do? Yeah. <laughs> no one knows, really. No one knows anymore. We're all <laughs> just here, walking around, trying to figure just it out. <laughs> being a human, doing human things. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. I guess, like, what would you rather ask someone or what would you want to be asked when you first meet someone instead of like, what do you do? Yeah. Mm. What do you think of all this? <laughs> what is life? <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing here? <laughs> Starting right off with existentialism. I like exactly. it. <laughs> <laughs> I think about those things a lot. Can't help it. Yes. Yes, especially we've been we've been granted even more time to think about those things lately. Yeah, true. True that. I, yeah. Oh my goodness. But no answers. <laughs> I was like it's like a test where they give you extra time but you're like that didn't help me answer any of this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Never any answers. <laughs> Oh, I guess what has been taking up your time lately? Like, what have you been, what have you been pondering? Well, right now I'm in the middle of uh, getting the record out, the new record that I made. Um, so that's a lot of, well, actually it's kind of crazy because we've been making videos for every single. So, oh, wow. Yeah, that's been a lot of work. Um, and uh also like rehearsing stuff like that um but it's super fun and i mean i i for now i think between each record that i made been three years uh mm. 
So I always need like some time to just live life and then new songs emerge. I think it was actually Bjork was quoted recently as saying the three year thing that like oh, I'll really? take three years. Yeah. Oh wow, interesting. Yeah. That's fascinating to think of like that there's almost this like time that you need to recalibrate and almost like let everything soak in. And then yeah. you're like, okay, now I'm going to create something. But it's like that turnaround from taking in to like outputting. Right. Yeah, That that at least that's how it works for me. I mean, there's probably also a lot of people who just are always creating. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not that way. <laughs> I'm not that way either. Like it might look that way because I'll put things out that I've created. But like I need like refueled time. Yeah. Yeah, I think it makes sense because a lot of inspiration comes from just ordinary things, life things that you need to do. Yeah. 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 What do you feel like helped inspire you or kind of like fill you back up to create your current record that you're that you're doing all the videos for? Uh, Gosh, what inspired me to make it? Um. Well, I don't know, just just life and, um, yeah, the period that I was in when the songs came to me was a good period, Uh, but then also, well, what I've said in other interviews is, like, I feel like I've, like, before I, I would push away certain feelings, and now... I kind of opened up myself completely and Mm. uh, kind of got in touch with also darker kind of feelings, you know, that you would usually kind of, I don't want to deal with it. Um, But I think that was really good because there's, you know, that's all part of life and, and yeah, all of that is good to actually face. Yeah. Yeah, and like you said, even at the beginning of like, what are we doing here? What? <laughs> what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's like part of being a, being a human is like experiencing our feelings. And I always, I say to people, I'm like, you know, feelings aren't facts. And also feelings aren't like infinite. Like they're finite. Like you'll feel something and it'll feel like sometimes in the moment that you're never going to get out of that feeling. Mm-hmm. But it's like when I feel that way, at least I reflect back. I'm like, have I always felt this way? And I'm like, no. So that means that logically at some point in the future, I won't feel this way because I felt other ways before. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Everything Mm. is always changing constantly. Like you never, you never really know what's going to happen. People come and go, you know, things change, but but I, I find a lot of inspiration in the present moment and, you know, you, your essence is the only thing that's always there. Um, and for me, it's very important that I connect with that kind of silence. Mm. That's really, I for me, that's really where inspiration comes from. Mm. Yeah. How do you tap into that? Like, do you do you have a meditation practice or? 
Yeah, I meditate. Um, but uh, I also learned that people meditate in such different ways. Um, yeah. Like, yeah, you can you can do a mantra, you can use movement. But for me, it's really uh, like uh, just centering myself and just becoming the observer of everything and myself mm. and sometimes I can even I, it's almost like a game visually I imagine um, I imagine the sun mm -hmm. and thoughts that enter my mind they're like uh, particles that kind of cover up the sun Oh. And, and, and what I have to do is like swipe away all of those particles. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah. And then the sun is bright and oh. yeah, that, that's, that's kind of how I often do it and how I quiet my mind. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cause mm -hmm. you can really control like which thoughts you enter or, and which you just like, Oh, I don't want that. I don't want that. And, but not like force anything, but just yeah. say, no, thank you. No, thanks. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Like kindly excuse them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't need you right now. <laughs> yes. My, uh, that's so funny. I, I always in my mind think like, oh, thank you for that thought you're not needed right now and it's almost like a thanks for your input but you can go yeah yeah, <laughs> like, yeah exactly <sighs> yeah and then tuning into those feelings and like seeing like once once you clear almost all the like notifications out of the way it sounds like then that like that brightness from the sun is what you're letting in mm -hmm. yeah wow. yeah and, and and i think if you do that long enough then you really enter that state that feels great and just like just presence no thought yeah yeah would, how does go on yeah i would recommend that <laughs> to, to people to everyone really yeah yeah that it reminds me of um like david lynch's writing about like transcendental meditation of almost like sinking into that like that just like the consciousness of consciousness in a way mm -hmm. like kind of just settling into that moment mm -hmm. and then it's like we we don't live there all the time um but then being able to access that then changes what we do when we're outside of that yeah definitely yeah yeah like if you have a normal life you can't be in that state all the time right it, maybe if you yeah but it's good to practice it as much as you can I'd say. Yeah. Wow. Did that, like feeling that kind of feeling of, you know, opening yourself to, to dark feelings is very much in contrast with allowing the light of the sun. I was like, those are really, that's an interesting dichotomy. Right. But I feel like the, the lightness of the sun, that's, that's just your awareness. That's, who we are that's how I see it um, and 
the dark feelings, yeah, they're there. You have to you have to acknowledge them because there's darkness in the world. Yeah. Um so it's 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 not good to not deal with it, I think. Yeah. 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 How did that get reflected back out now in turning towards the creative side of that? Like once you've had the input and now you're doing the output, like did that change the way that you ended up like making all of this work or yeah um i mean i don't know how that really works uh technically because i just make stuff and i don't really think about it a lot (laughs) but definitely i do when i hear the record i do hear certain darkness even even though it sounds also quite pretty but there is Mm -hmm. a darkness in there as well and so I don't know how I did that, but that's the melodies that came to me. They were all in that kind of uh, realm. Yeah. Yeah. How is it feeling now, like making all of the videos for it? Like when you're working on a long-term project, I don't know if you feel this way, but sometimes I feel almost like impatient, but also like I want to start something new. So I have like new project energy. It's like a weird feeling. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, usually, um, actually this time I feel like it went pretty quick because uh, I made the record in February this year. Wow. Mm -hmm. And it's already like coming out very quickly. So I think that usually it takes even longer and then you have to wait. (laughs) So I feel like I'm still in that world, um, Mm. which is nice when making the videos as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's definitely helpful. I've had moments where like I'm making either the videos or the art for something and I'm like, how do I connect back to the, to the me that did this song yeah (laughs) yeah 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 Yeah, I know what you mean though yeah (laughs) yeah you're like okay I know that that's still a part of myself but where'd it go (gasps) (laughs) yeah (gasps) what kind of music do you do um like piano and programming electronics and singing oh fun yeah yeah I want to hear it I was gonna (laughs) say I will I will send you my music yay (laughs) (laughs) I feel like over this time I at least picked up like way more production skills than I had like prior um did you find yourself like kind of almost like like especially when you said you're making all the videos I was like is that something you had done prior or did you feel like you picked up more of these skills over the course of the last few years or um making the videos well I used to make videos before and it's yeah I just um I, I used to make all the videos pretty much myself. And now I've actually worked with other people uh, for the, oh. not first time, but yeah, like for two videos, I worked with uh, two ladies and mm-hmm. uh, my partner, Adam, uh, he is a video, uh, how do you say it? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes because I'm not, uh, English is my third language, so sometimes I just like lose words. <laughs> you know, English is my one and only language, and I lose words as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
yeah, he 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 he, cre- he has created many many music videos, like more than hundred. So oh wow, he's quite experienced. So he's helped me out a lot with editing and shooting. Yeah, working together. Oh, so it's been really fun. What's it like communicating those ideas with someone else, particularly your partner? Well, me and him work really well together. Like, uh, we also make music together, and it feels that we are really on one uh, (laughs) line, or how do you say it? Yeah, we just look at things in a similar way, and we like similar things. So that's been super easy, really. Ah. That's amazing. I was like, no Fleetwood yeah. Mac drama. <laughs> no. <laughs> Did they have fights over videos? <laughs> I think that they had fights over like existence. Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> I was like, if they could fight over something, I think they did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. yeah that's that's interesting to go towards more like of a collaborative aspect it's been fascinating interviewing people over this time about collaboration particularly because for a while it's like we couldn't collaborate with anyone because everyone was in their own little bubbles but if you were bubbled with someone that you were collaborating with yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) right yeah but it's easy now with internet with internet (laughs) the internet um yes it's just easy to, to collaborate with people from all over the world. It's really fun. I mean, I still prefer to be in, in the same room, of course, but... Yeah. Yeah. A lot is possible nowadays. I was going to say, it's kind of funny, like, thinking about... I, I remember I said to someone, like, oh, are you on Zoom? And this was, I think, in, like, 2019. Because mm-hmm. um, I was I was talking about, like, oh, well, it's better than Skype. Like, it's a more stable platform. And people were like, what's Zoom? <laughs> and now, like, it's become a verb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, it was new f- to me as well. But we actually been been Zooming with friends from L.A. every week. Oh. <gasps> So that's been super fun. And some of them I haven't even met in real life. So, oh my goodness. Yeah, that's been really fun about the whole pandemic. <laughs> oh, what sparked that friendship? Are you collaborating or? No, so my partner, he lived in LA for uh, 17 years or so. So, Whoa. yeah, so that's just like his f- group of friends there. Yeah, I I feel a certain amount of of pride as an LA native. And oh really? Am, yeah, oh. and I was just like, and I'm I'm in LA right now. So oh, you like, are. Oh, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't realize that you were in LA. Yes, this is um. Oh, I need to fix my curtains from my my air conditioning was on. Um, there's a heat wave in LA right now, but I, oh, yeah. I joke that this is like my music cave. Um, where since I usually keep the the curtains drawn and I have the curtains on the on the walls for sound like I don't know what time it is when I'm in here and I could be really anywhere (laughs) (laughs) yeah oh oh I love LA when was the last time you were here oh gosh Uh, I think that was when I, I once did a tour and that was like in 2016 I think Oh, Maybe. Wow. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I spent a week in LA and yeah, it was, was beautiful. 
That's beautiful. Aww. Yeah. I love my hometown. That makes me happy to hear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can imagine uh, what it's what it must be like to live there. I didn't realize how odd my home was until I started traveling elsewhere and was like, wow, where I'm from is a pretty strange place <laughs> in a good way for the most part. But also like it's not like I feel very like it's not like all the other cities, right? Um, but like it kind of isn't because it doesn't have like a center. Mm, true. Yeah. It's like a like Berlin yeah that's someone made that comparison and i was just like oh that makes sense um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah oh that's so much fun though that you've gotten to like make friends with your partners people in la and i'm like what's that like when you when you're meeting up with people over zoom and i'm like that's just so cool like i love that you're just like oh now i have like my la friends thanks to the <laughs> internet <laughs> True, yeah and thanks to corona <laughs> <laughs> right that's it has been strange that it's like I at least have connected as well like with people kind of around the world that otherwise I not that I wouldn't have taken the time that sounds like I wouldn't have like valued it but it's like I wouldn't have thought to dedicate the kind of time that I did to social relationships with people outside of like my geographic area mm -hmm. yeah yeah are they like the people that you've been talking with? Like, what do you do? You have like an activity that you all do together? Is it like you have like virtual dinners? <laughs> well, it's usually like I think eleven in LA, and then it's eight or something here. So we just ate, and they just woke up. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> situation. Yeah. Uh, but no, not really any games. It's uh. It's actually sometimes when there's too, a lot of people on Zoom, it's kind of hard to actually have a real conversation. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. To me, it always looks like one of those like game shows where you see all the little multiple like faces. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. But at least I have trouble sometimes identifying like which person's talking where. And so I find myself being like, ha, ah, he, yeah. Uh, and then like, if it's my turn to talk, I'm like, wait, what am I saying? Like, yeah. what's happening? <laughs> and then you start talking, but no one can hear you. Yes. Yeah. It's not ideal, but. <laughs> oh my goodness. Like thinking about that, I was also thinking about just how much we've been able to expand in ways that we didn't expect. And I was like, were there any, were there any interests or any avenues that you found yourself going down other than like music and creation that you wouldn't have expected? Like, was there anything you, you researched or learned about or anything mm. during this time? Hmm. Well, I wouldn't say anything new because I feel like I've pretty much been just diving more into subjects that interest me. Uh, oh, I did buy a drum kit and I've been tr trying to <laughs> learn how to drum. It's going slow, but I, I love it. I absolutely love drumming. I feel like it's extremely meditative. Like you can't think of anything when you're practicing drums. Yeah, because if you aren't present, you're going to not be, uh, you're going to miss beats. Exactly. Or your drumming's gonna kind of like your tempo's gonna be all. Yeah, it's gonna go wrong. It's gonna go very wrong. And it's gonna be loud. 
Yes, wrong and loud. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. So it sounds like you like it because it's meditative. What else feels good? Like I haven't, I haven't really like learned how to play the drums. I'm like, tell me more about it. Like what feels good about it? Um, well, it's super fun how quick you, your brain picks up on stuff, I think. Uh, cause first you're practicing a beat and you suck and then next day you do it and you're already getting better and then the next day like you all of a sudden get it and once once the beat is in there you just don't forget it anymore it's like riding a bike oh that's so cool that's what i like i feel like hey my brain is enjoying this this is good for my brain (laughs) and it sounds like almost like it gets like encoded like your body takes it in your brain takes it in and then it's almost like in your time away from the drum kit there must be something in you that's like, okay, here's the beat. Okay, yeah. here's the beat. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Fascinating. It is. Yeah, it's the muscle memory. Yeah. That's also such a great feeling when you're playing an instrument and it's almost like something else takes over because you've practiced the thing so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's great. If you don't have to actually think of what you're playing, but just <laughs> express yourself. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's the best. Oh, that makes me very happy to hear, though I love that you're like, if I get it wrong, it's very loud. (laughs) I was like, (laughs) yeah, (gasps) it's kind of hard to mask a bad drummer. (laughs) 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 I'm I'm pretty sucky at, at every instrument. I'm not great at any instruments, but. I'm I'm easy to mask if I play with other people. <laughs> like my guitar, <laughs> the bassist will fix it, you know. <laughs> but now I'm kind of I'm uh, like rehearsing to play solo a bit more, and mm. I actually really enjoy that because I feel that you're extremely vulnerable, but um, there's so much beauty and freedom in that. You know, if I fuck up, oh, can I swear? (laughs) (laughs) If I fuck up a guitar part, it's, I just fix it again. I can stop and I can just continue. It's not a big deal. And I love that freedom. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that vulnerability when you're performing, like, how had you be, like, how had you performed before and did it like feel less vulnerable or have you done solo work before i've played solo a few times not often but uh i mean in a way it's my favorite way to play uh because of that vulnerability and yeah i mean i don't uh i i'm i don't i'm not interested in perfection anyway um so kind of embracing i mean that's what really what i learned a lot from playing music is Mm -hmm. you have to accept yourself completely uh all your imperfections you have to uh, accept all the mistakes that you will make you have to accept that you might sing a wrong note you have to accept that maybe you look like shit (laughs) (laughs) 
because there's people there and everyone is looking at you and everyone has an opinion. Uh, yes. But that's that's all good. You know, you just have to completely embrace everything. And there's so much love in that, I think. Well, it's like you were saying of embracing, like, the full spectrum of feelings that you had. Mm -hmm. You know, instead of pushing some of them away, it's embracing, like, the expression and it's embracing the beauty that you're making, but also occasionally the the wrong loudness that you're making as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like it's all it's all beautiful. It's all it's all there and I don't know. I I just love music so much <laughs> that and 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 so, like today actually I've been thinking about how important silence is in music. Mm. to me yes. at least uh like uh, i love when 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 there's space in uh, music uh space and silence uh yeah i don't know i just i just don't that's just the kind of music i like to listen to mm -hmm. um, not not music that's completely full and completely um thought out or whatever yeah yeah that's sometimes for me at least the hardest thing to remember that I'm allowed to put that in my music mm. it's like especially when I'm producing one of my songs I tend to want to just hang so many ornaments on it because it's fun um, <laughs> yeah <laughs> as long as you remove the ones that are too much you know sometimes you yes. need to do too much and then you know like oh no no I need to go back <laughs> That's yes, it's like the rule of dressing where it's like always take off like one accessory before you leave the house. I feel very much that way with the music where it's like, maybe just take out like one of those sounds, like just one. <laughs> like just <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's no there's no rules, you know. There's no rules in art. There's no rules in fashion. Um, you can have and wear as many accessories as you, as you like. <laughs> you know, if it makes you feel good, it makes you feel good. Same with music. I, I don't have any rules for music and I enjoy many, many, many different types of music. So yes. as long as it feels real and genuine. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That I was just like... That right there, because I, I too listen to a lot of, I would say, uh, eclectic music. Like occasionally I'll, I'll open Spotify just to like mm -hmm. see what it'll recommend me. And my my like for you mixes are, are deeply chaotic <laughs> and it makes me really happy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, oh, that's great. Cause the algorithm's like, I think you like some of this, but also some of, some of this, and and maybe some, what? And so it'll be like, you know, like modular synth music, and then the next track will be like klezmer, and I'm just like, none of this works together. But you're right, I like all of this. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> funny that there's people who confuse algorithms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what do we do with this one? <laughs> <laughs> they're like we'll just try like these seven things that we'll think you like at least one of them <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah. I feel similarly with like when Amazon tries to recommend books to me it's just like uh everything 
do you want to read some everything (laughs) (laughs) no that's that's good to have i like that i like that you have a big wide taste i think that's uh that's good for sure there's a lot of yeah there's a lot of beauty and interesting stuff in in many many different things oh yes oh yes it's been my theory that I'll try anything generally twice because the first might have been like a one-off. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you need you need time sometimes. I remember the first time when I was a teenager and I bought a Sonic Youth CD. <gasps> and I put it on and I was like, "What's this crap?" <laughs> but then, yes. I tried again and again. And then I thought, this is fucking brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) Your your ears are just not uh, used to like these dissonant chords and melodies. But once once you once you open open yourself up to it, then you know. I guess it's kind of like food, you know. When you're a kid and you only like certain things <laughs> yes but then you start eating more and more slowly you you yeah your palate gets bigger yes yeah and like you were saying about learning the drums where it's like you at first are kind of like uh, and then you're kind of like oh mm-hmm. and then third day you're like yeah <laughs> <laughs> exactly that's really fun that's fun about life and about learning and growing Yes. Yes. I was I was curious when you said that you delved into the interest that you had before, like aside from drumming, I was like, oh, what are those? What were you? <laughs> yeah, well, I have a weird uh, obsession with uh, near death experiences. <laughs> wow. Yeah, there's uh, there's many of them on YouTube. Uh just people from all over the world telling about their experience. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. I just find it relaxing to listen to their stories. And and it's just, I mean, I guess in a way uh, maybe helps me to not fear death so much. Hmm. Um, not that I really think about that so much but i don't know it's just like the mystery of what the fuck is this and is it just gonna end really is this is this really gonna happen it's just gonna end or maybe not maybe there's maybe we are going somewhere like i just yeah i i don't understand how you cannot be obsessed with it you know yeah i mean i envy people who are just like oh i don't think about death ever and i just i'm just living my life i wish i could be that way but i'm just always like but but then what (laughs) yeah (laughs) like but what happens next (laughs) yeah yeah and in a way like that that is the biggest mystery and so that's fascinating that that is one of your like special interests Mm -hmm. and i'm i'm really curious are there common threads in you had said that it's like accounts from around the world and different people like are there common threads in people's experiences that you've listened to yeah, definitely. Um, a lot of them experience 
uh, expansion of their consciousness. Yeah. Uh, so sometimes they can even like, usually it starts with them being outside of their body and they they see themselves and, uh-huh. and then they see what's going on in the room, but then they can actually sort of zoom out and see what's happening in the room next to their room. And then oh. maybe on different floors of the building. Wow. And, uh, then often they can, uh, like they go back in different, uh, moments in their life where there there's been important situation situations mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. uh, they, uh, they don't just remember how they felt, but they also remember everything that the other person felt. So maybe once there ever was a, a, a conflict with someone and they said something harmful, then they experience what that person felt. Oh, wow. So it's like there's no there's no linear time and there's no boundaries between people. Like we're all connected and uh, yeah, like the, once they are on the other side, they can connect to different moments and to different people. Yeah. 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 And they all like experience, you know, not all, but a lot of them experience uh, a feeling of coming home and overwhelming Mm. peace and love. Yeah. I I think it's very interesting. (laughs) What sprang to mind, and I don't know if this is like a dark thought, like was anyone disappointed that they came back? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, a lot of them, they don't want to come back. Yeah. Yeah, but then there's always some entity who says, you have to go back, it's not your time. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, a lot of them are like, no, I don't want to go back. Even if they have, like, a good life and even if they have children or whatever. A lot of them... Because the, the level of, like, the love that they feel there is not comparable to what they feel here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, that's when I was a kid, I was really, and and ongoing, like, interested in death. Uh, mm-hmm. As you said, that it's like, what's happening there? <laughs> uh- <laughs> yeah. And I remember my dad explained it to me in a way that, like, though very clinical, also makes a lot of sense, where he was like, so in the universe, we have energy and we have matter. And right now you're in this form of a mix of energy and matter. Yeah. And death is a transformation of energy and matter. Oh, wow. And, so, and I was like, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> like, this is after I'd spent two weeks freaking out over, um, I think I was like five or six at the time. We were at the gas station. And uh, I asked my dad, is fossil fuel made out of fossils? And he was like, well, well, technically, yes. He's like, it goes through like a whole process. Don't worry about it. And I was like, no, I'm definitely worried. Um, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, basically, though, is this like smushed dinosaur bones? Um, mm-hmm. And he was just like, yes, it, it kind of in essence is smushed dinosaur bones. And I was like, well, I don't want my bones to get smushed and power someone's <laughs> car. Like, <laughs> That's a funny thing for a little kid to say. 
<laughs> right right so like very like existential but also very like um excuse me don't use my bones to power your car yeah um and so like I dad, with my bones. <laughs> exactly i was just like i would like agency over my bones thank you very much <laughs> so there's like little kid me freaking out for like weeks on end being just like ah how will i make sure my fossils are used for like good stuff instead of bad stuff um (laughs) so yet again consulted with my dad about it and he just like explained it that way which which did make a lot of sense because like you know at the time i i had recently learned about because i think i went on a whole train of like understanding recycling um Basically, as a kid, if I was curious about something, my parents would be like, follow that inquiry. We're not going to necessarily, like, deny you information. But if you learn information that's confusing to you, like, research more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I was like, oh, well, I know that things release energy. And that's why we recycle things is to, like, keep the stuff here, but also, like, maintain energy. Okay. And so when my dad explained it, I was like, oh, that actually, that makes a lot of sense. Mm. Um, But I was just like, but why don't we know, like, what kind of energy or what kind of matter? And he was like, shrug. (laughs) 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 Yeah. You couldn't say more than that. (laughs) Pretty much. I was just like, no, I need more answers about this. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So you also came into a death obsession. <laughs> yes, yes. I was very, very interested and concerned, but frankly, a little more interested than concerned, if, mm-hmm. I, if I'm if i being honest. Like, mm-hmm. once I got over the whole, okay, probably we're not going to be still living on the same planet using fossil fuels by the time, like, this body is a fossil, I was like, all right, <laughs> yeah. all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that that feeling of almost like the universal consciousness, like that actually kind of loops back to like meditation. Absolutely. That's why I'm I feel like there's there is a truth in in all of this that sort of like one universal truth, it seems, because all these experiences and there are so many and, you know, many, many people don't even share their experience because they're scared you know, people will think they are nuts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, there's so many people and stories like these uh, that all connect, which which I find very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And even I think of how that then reflects back in, in art. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you were saying that you didn't shy away from some of like the feelings that maybe you had before that it's like by embracing those I'm like we can at least get almost like a tiny little like glimmer of this in art <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like... definitely because I feel often I- I'm just fascinated with with where ideas come from where where does this melody come from that just came to me in my head and all of a sudden it's there how did I did I did I write this in my head no, it just came to me. So I didn't yeah. write it. It just it it just it wrote itself through my brain. Yeah. And uh, so I feel that that making music is very spiritual. It it feels that something is coming through, and I'm channeling it. And yeah, it's it's a mysterious thing. Yes, yes. I remember feeling very 
unsettled to learn that not everybody hears like music in their mind. Mm. Like I don't have like a constant soundtrack, but like pretty, pretty much. Like <laughs> that's so fun. I'm, yeah, I'm like most of the time there's like music happening or sounds happening like mm -hmm. in my mind. And wow. like you said, it feels like that like kind of like channeling experience where some yeah. of them are repetitive and some like, oh, okay, like, you know, there's that melody again. I've already like put that out into the world, but thanks for mm -hmm. pinging me, brain. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like... Yeah, it is really like an antenna. Yeah. That's what they say about um, consciousness. Uh, I mean, because they still don't know exactly how to explain what it is. But there's a theory that the brain is an antenna for a consciousness that is outside of the body. So it's, uh, yeah, it's not in the brain. That's why people have near-death experiences, because the antenna gets broken and yeah, and all of a sudden they go back into the, you know, consciousness that's outside of the yeah. body yeah well and i'm curious what we'll discover more about like the electricity like the the actual energy that occurs like within the human body and mind and things like that and how they mm -hmm. inform consciousness and different states of consciousness mm -hmm. like already there's so much about like the different frequency of the waves of electricity in the mind during like different observed consciousness wow. states mm -hmm. yeah um but I'm like, I want to learn more. I want there yeah. to be more information. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so fascinating, isn't it? Yeah. <gasps> like, I I love, uh, there's a lot of more research coming out about, um, like, binaural beats and things like that and how they can assist memory and... What is that? Music, uh, binaural beats. So, like, mm -hmm. sounds that it's, the way you create them is by creating almost like a slight, um, a slight phasing. So, like... I'm trying to remember how many how many hertz it is apart as I'm making little like wiggle fingers <laughs> it's like if you have a tone I'm this is sorry for everybody who actually technically knows how to do this I'm gonna massacre it but this is here goes um it's almost like if you have something at like 415 and then you play something at like 417 it's gonna create a little like wink, wink, wink kind of effect mm. um and that's that binaural because it's it's and you put it one on each ear so like mm -hmm. like left ear might be like 415 and like right ear would be like 417 i don't know if that's enough discrepancy to create the little oh little wow. loops but yeah and so you can affect with the frequency of sound by creating those little differences mm -hmm. it then actually creates a mirror slightly of that difference in the electrical waves in your brain hmm. can it make yeah. me smarter <laughs> <laughs> i would like to be smarter <laughs> i think that's what they're researching is like how does this affect memory and information retrieval and relaxation and like all the different things <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like... yeah. oh that's fascinating yeah yes and yeah, like i said i yeah. <laughs> I apologize to all the neuropsychiatrists who might be listening to this right now that I completely just, um, yes. <laughs> uh, you're not, yeah, it's fine. You're not a scientist, you're a musician. Yes. And <laughs> that was the painting with broad strokes version of that. <laughs> yeah. But it's funny what you said about having music in your head all the time, because I feel that I have when i when i when i when there is a song in my head it's so loud that it and the same with my like imagination 
Mm-hmm. It is so loud in my head that it overshadows reality many times. And I'm I, I just I'm so dreamy and spaced out. <laughs> Sometimes I'm watching a movie and I just don't I, I just wasn't there, so I miss this whole part. Yes. <laughs> or someone is talking and I'm just I'm just gone. <laughs> yep. That uh deeply relatable (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's because we hear the music too loud (laughs) exactly hear the music see the stuff that was the other thing that surprised me is that like though some of my thoughts do take the form of words a lot of my thoughts take the form of images or sounds Mm -hmm. and so yet again like much like a sound will be really loud sometimes like an image will be vivid and that's why I'm kind of like elsewhere as well yeah where it's like I'm captivated by like the thing I'm seeing in my mind's eye right yeah it's fascinating that i mean for me at least it helps me make like videos and art and decorate things and all sorts of stuff and i was just like does it does it serve a similar function for you Hmm. probably that's why maybe that's why it needs to come out you know because it's in there and it's coming bigger and bigger and needs to be created maybe that's its purpose i don't know entirely possible yeah that just occurred to me because sometimes I'll get like it's not like an obsession like I think something bad will happen if I don't want to do something but it's like I'll feel the internal pressure of like but it's inside my mind and I want it to be like outside my mind Mm -hmm. yeah yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) you sound crazy to some people probably (laughs) all good I was just like that (laughs) It's like to me it sounds crazy to not have stuff you want in your mind like when I was designing yeah. even like this room um it was really sweet because I I hung curtains everywhere but it's like it's because I saw what it would look like kind of in my like in my mind's eye of how I wanted my music studio to look like here how I wanted everything to be but it's like I saw it first mm-hmm. and then like it was I was uh, I was hanging out with my dad and he actually helped me like set everything up. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we were talking about it, I was just like, so yeah, this is where this is going to go and that's where that's going to go. And I was like, I could draw it out or I'll explain it with words. And like when I explained it to him, he was like, oh yeah, that totally makes sense. And then I said to him, I was just like, do other people like not like see things like this? And he was just like, yeah, he's like, I learned that other people don't do that. He's like, and it was really strange to me to not have that image in your mind of what things look like. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, that's fascinating. And it led me down like a research rabbit hole of like some people don't, um, it's, uh, there's a word for it. But some people don't visualize things in their mind. Like Mm -hmm. it's actually all words. And then there are some people who don't have any words thoughts. Like it's all visual. Yeah. Yeah. I'm one of those, I think. I don't really <clears throat> think much in words, in language. Yeah. That's why I find it quite difficult to talk. Because <laughs> it takes me longer to get to words to express what I'm feeling. Um, but that is interesting. And um, I also do definitely know some people who are very good at other stuff practical stuff uh numbers yes (laughs) that's usually the type of people who are not very visual i think they're very practical and 
good salesman, I think. <laughs> Salespeople. <laughs> <laughs> they use very different parts. Oh my brain. gosh. Well, and for sales, I mean, you have to tap into like <clears throat> people's feelings to be an effective salesperson. Yeah, it's a lot of psychology in there. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you have to like... Oh, what are the motivators for for selling things? I think about that like it pinged in my mind when I was even talking about like the Spotify algorithm and stuff that it's like I I do sometimes wonder what like my profile is. Like you can look it up on Google, but not on like Facebook or any of the other ones of what they think I want cuz sometimes I'll get served ads and I'm like that? You thought <laughs> I wanted that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're confusing the algorithm once again. Seriously. It's just like that that was like occasionally sometimes I'll just screenshot them because I'm just like, oh that's that's a particularly spicy one. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think it's good. You're uh you're confusing the matrix. <laughs> I was gonna say. The matrix is like, is this seven people? Is it one person? Like what's going on there? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <gasps> oh gosh it's a it's a journey um I was thinking about also working with your partner that you two have similar aesthetics like I actually I I occasionally will work on things with my partner and he does um, like sound mixing and and engineering and I would say like we have about maybe like a 70% overlap mm. and it's like within that overlap like we're both just like oh yeah I'm totally on the same page but occasionally in that 30% outside that's where some of the most interesting stuff happens mm. for me at least because I'll see something totally differently than he will yeah um. <laughs> yeah but you mean in in the collaboration yeah when, when you don't see things the same way then you create interesting things yeah mm -hmm. and I'm curious if you've had that experience hmm yeah i mean well like we we we've made songs together and and then there's been songs for which he started with a couple of guitar chords and then i write a vocal melody and he 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 then would say stuff like i would never have thought of that melody on this um, yeah. and the other way as well yeah. So, yeah, I do. I do feel that that's that's where the best stuff happens, of course, because you then then you create something new and something yours, for sure. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's always so fun to hear, like, like I sent like a like just like a piano recording, like just a you know just a little idea I had, and like he sent back to me this like five minute like sonic manipulation of it. <laughs> wow! <laughs> yeah, things like that. Where I'm like, wow, that was like literal sorcery. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's really cool. It's really fun about collaboration. Yes, like kind of seeing or hearing yourself through someone else's eyes, especially when you really trust that person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited to see the videos that you're making. So how many, wait, how many videos is that total? Uh, I've released three now and there will be another one on release day and another one when the vinyl uh, 
arrive. So that's going to be five total, but maybe even more. I don't know. <laughs> wow. Yeah. When you're creating the visuals, like, I guess I'll, I'll reverse the question. When you're creating the songs, do you have the visuals in mind or do they come later? Um, no, they definitely come later. Yeah. 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 I'm not, I'm not thinking about visuals at all in the music. Yeah. And visual stuff is always to me, secondary, um, mm. to music. Music feels like the direct expression. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's, I mean, I, I love visual art, but it will never, uh, touch me in a, in the, in the same way as music does. Yeah. 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 I feel like people have their, their chosen medium that it's like, that's the way to get directly. Yeah. Directly yeah. In. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Although, I mean, it must be so cool to be able to make movies, I think. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, movies, movies have it all. Movies have the visual, sound, words. Yeah, I would, I mean, I've never had an idea for a movie, but I can imagine it must make you feel so amazing after you made a movie. <laughs> yes. Well, and that takes also collaboration with so many people and communication about like what it is that is in inside of you that wants to come out in movie mm -hmm. form. Yeah, and the actors are extremely important, of course. That's yeah. who the people, who people connect with. Yeah. So yeah, yeah a, lot, a lot comes down to tr trust, I, I guess. Yeah. And that, that feeling, I remember talking to a friend of mine who does screenwriting, that it's, it's a surreal but very pleasing feeling when you've written a scene and then you see it like, oh wow happen on a screen that you're like those were words that happened in my mind and it's like all of the stuff that happens in your mind to create mm -hmm. all of that but then to actually see it manifest like outside of you you're like this is amazing also weird <laughs> yeah it, it sounds like it's a <gasps> bit like a dream or something i can imagine yeah yeah because it's even more so than like if someone's writing a book where the person reading the book is imagining the happenings. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you're watching a film or TV, like someone else is witnessing the happenings as channeled through, like you said, like the actors and people who yeah. create the music and the set designers, and like everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that must be awesome. I was like, ugh. Now we have to have an idea for a movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, oh. I don't know. I, I find that really difficult, like writing a story. I've never mm. written a story. That's, that's a whole another world, I think. I don't think I've ever finished writing a story. I've mm. started many stories that mm. have not seen them through completion yeah yeah it's never too late exactly i was just like hmm i wonder where those notebooks are <laughs> <laughs> i don't know about you i have like a notebook for like every different thing but then the result is just i have a giant 
collection of notebooks floating around my home. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then you can never find the right one. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like, I'll be like, where's my lyrics notebook? And then I'm like, which lyrics notebook? Which? <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> oh, well, I'm so excited to get to to see everything that you're making and for the release. What is the release date? uh that is 23rd i believe of september i'm gonna have to check now before i say something wrong (laughs) i have a very loose grasp of time so i understand (laughs) yeah um i'm i'm just my, my memory is bad uh because i'm just always spaced out i suppose so i don't (laughs) um no it is 23rd of september yeah hey (laughs) yes (laughs) you're like we have found it in linear time we have found it is the 23rd (laughs) in the linear time zone (laughs) yes yes i'm always like time time is just a construct we've all kind of agreed upon like (laughs) yeah yeah it is it is Time is a mystery and it's been really strange these past two years where, because I actually also moved away from from the city I used to live uh, right during lockdown. Whoa. And it feels to me like I've been here in this house for over four years, but it's actually not even two, which is just so completely bizarre to me. But that is how I experienced these past two years is that it's been four years and it's just so strange. Wow. Yeah, I feel like, I mean, I never had really a a sense of time that seems to correlate to other people's sense of time before all of this. Mm -hmm. But I feel like my sense of time has gotten even more like expansive. Mm. (laughs) Maybe that's good. (laughs) Perhaps so. I'm trying to imagine moving during this time. And I was like, oh, gosh, like I I recently I just moved into this place where I am um, in July, but Mm. I had lived in the same place for a very long time. And even during like during the lockdowns in L.A., I had um, I had a pod with three of my friends that they had like another house that they all lived in. Mm-hmm. And so it's like we had my my place that we called Pod Headquarters West. There's this <laughs> Pod Headquarters East. <laughs> um, and so for a few months, like we were the only people that we saw. It was a little surreal. It was a lot surreal. Yeah. Um, but I had at least been in that place. But I remember journaling about it during the time of like, at some point I knew I was going to move out of that place because like, frankly, it was too small to have like my studio and I work from home and like, it was just too small for the, I had outgrown it. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, okay, I know at some point I won't always be in this space. But at that point I was just like, I feel like I've been here forever Mm -hmm. because though that time just expanded to fill the, the time, frankly. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, how long have I been here? Like, (laughs) Uh, this feels so different compared to the other years mm-hmm. <laughs> like... yeah yeah it's strange but yeah oh Very did strange. you I'm so curious moving to when you moved was it to a place that you were at least familiar with during lockdown or not no not at all <laughs> wow I live in this village now with that is on the border of Germany Mm-hmm. Um, it's very quiet, um, and I don't know anyone here. 
But, you know, it's, I mean, the Netherlands is a tiny country, so it only takes me, you know, 40 minutes, hour to drive to a city where I do know people. So it's not, it's not that remote, but it does feel very far away from everyone uh, because, yeah, it's just very quiet. And we moved here because uh, there's big, you know, housing crisis and it's very expensive everywhere. So here it was cheaper and there's a beautiful woods nearby. uh, So we thought we would enjoy that. But now actually we learned that we, even though we love the nature and the quiet, we miss um, friends. Yeah. So we're, yeah, we're we're not gonna stay here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's when I think about like you know, much like time is kind of wobbly. It's like I was like, space can be that way too. Or even though you know that you're not that far from your friends, it's like even, you know, in LA, forty minutes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that's an average drive. <laughs> but like... I know in LA, it's uh, probably always an hour to drive. <laughs> Yes. And it and it can make it feel like you said that you missed your friends. It can make it feel like, you know, like, you know, that your community is here. You can hold that in your mind. But like mm-hmm. if people are an hour away. You're dissuaded mm-hmm. from like, yeah, going and seeing them. Yeah. I mean, I have a car. So for me, it's easy to just drive and see people. But a lot of my friends, they don't have cars and the public transport doesn't really come here very easily so it's kind of difficult for people to visit yeah Uh, so yeah i don't know but it's been a good experience because now i know you know yes now i know that i would prefer being closer so and i think that I don't know about um, over over there, but certainly in the U.S., a lot of people were like, oh, you know, same thing. Like, it's cheaper to move outside of cities. Um, And so during the last few years, people have moved to, like, more remote locations. And I think about, you know, I had even entertained that where several of my friends had, like, moved to the desert or the woods Mm -hmm. or, like, the places outside of L.A. And part of me almost, like, idealizes that. But yeah. also, like you just said, it's like having experienced it. You're like, it's very different. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, we all have this romantic idea about it. Or even, you know, hey, I'm going to live in my van and drive through Europe. And But reality is <laughs> very different. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like, there's also the difference of I'm going to do that for, like, two or four weeks to, like, I'm going to do that for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. <gasps> I like having, I don't, I actually really enjoy not having many things, like, uh, possessions. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm getting rid of a lot of my stuff because I, I just prefer not having much. But uh, mm-hmm. I do love having, the, like, a nice shower, a good bed. <laughs> yes. You know, the basic stuff. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that that would be my main concern is, like, there's... Um, this Instagram account that I, that I followed because I bought one of their tapestries. Um, <laughs> that they, like, they do, for the most part, like, travel around in their van... 
And I mean, it looks beautiful. They have this like they they did all this like beautiful wood carving and paneling on the inside. But literally, all I could think is I was just like, is that bed comfy? It <laughs> looks very pretty. And then I was just like, where would I wash my hair? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's such an L.A. thing to think of, like, but where do you wash your hair? Yeah. <laughs> in the lake <laughs> exactly I just imagined like if I washed I, I mean I could do it but like my hair is very long and it would get very large mm-hmm. I'm trying to imagine if like because even if I go in the ocean it just kind of goes like, <laughs> so, like yeah I mean I guess we would get used to to it eventually yes being dirty yes. being on the road People are hair. people. People are very. Um, how do you say it? Adaptable. Yes. Often you think, you know, oh, what if that ever happens? What what then? And then you imagine like the worst case scenario. But then when things actually happen, you just deal with it. It's. Yeah, you're yeah. like, oh, well, I guess that occurred. Yeah. and in reality i mean it's still not pleasant but you just deal with it yeah 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 no i completely agree where i sometimes will imagine like positive neutral and negative outcomes of things just as like a thought experiment Mm -hmm. but for me it's more of like i don't know how to put it it's not like a game but it's it is a bit like that because like i can imagine all of these things and yet something might surprise me that's none of those things. Mm. <laughs> and like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm still going to, there's going to be other things that happen after it too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess all, what, what helps me is if I'm, if I just try to uh, accept a situation before it even occurred. And that way I take off the fear and pressure of things and 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 I'm all I'm there's I'm already like yeah if if this happens then it happens and then yeah. that way you can just yeah I don't know live more lightly I yes guess. yes and staying staying present to all the things mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah I like that ah. <laughs> uh. Thank you for being so generous with your time today. I really enjoyed getting to talk to you. I really enjoyed it too. Thank you so much for having me. (laughs) Thank you again for listening to this episode of Why Not Both. If you liked what you heard, please make sure to like us and subscribe to us on your preferred podcast platform. You can also come hang out with us on social media. We are at WNB the podcast, both on Instagram and on Twitter. This season, we are brought to you by Under the Radar magazine. Under the Radar is a nationally distributed print, music, and entertainment magazine and website. You can find them at www.undertheradarmag.com and feel free to support them on Patreon. Extra special thanks to our producer, Laura Studeris, who is literally a rock star. Thanks again, and I look forward to seeing you next episode. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.